Today, I am going to share 10 ways to boost your confidence as a stay-at-home parent. You're listening to The Parenting Junkie Show, the place to go to love parenting and to parent from love. I'm your host, Avital. Welcome back to my channel. My name is Avital. If you're new around here, I'm a mindful parenting coach and the mother of five. I'm here with my newborn to excuse any cute little newborn noises. So many of my clients and community members are stay-at-home parents who aren't currently working or are just working very minimally. And what I often hear is that there's a sense of a loss of identity or feeling like your value and your worth isn't recognized by others, feeling like you're not really confident anymore now that you just stay home. So if that's your situation, keep on listening. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Plus, if you know any other stay-at-home parents who this might help, please be sure to share it with them. By the end of this video, I want you feeling super uber duper confident and proud of who you are and what you are doing at the moment. All right, so let's get into it. Number one, stop saying I'm just staying home or I'm just a mom, I'm just a dad. When you yourself say things like just, I'm only with the kids, right? Or what do I do all day? I'm just looking after the kids and being a housekeeper. When you minimize the things that you are doing, you actually send a subconscious message to your own brain that this is devalued and not as important as what other people are doing. Using qualifying words like just or only or simply is a way of devaluing yourself and your worth and what you're doing. So stop it right now. Instead, I want you to say clearly and proudly, and you might need to kind of form yourself a little catchphrase, a little definition of how you say what it is you do, right? Like, I am a stay-at-home mom, or I'm currently taking care of my kids, or I'm not working outside the house right now, I'm working inside the house. Think of ways that you want to phrase it that feel good to you, that describe what you're doing, and are not going to minimize what it is that you're doing at the moment. The next one is to show up to your day and to show up to your day like you're running a Fortune 500 company. Here's what I mean. You may not be out in corporate or making money or working outside of the house right now, but you are absolutely running the show inside of the house. You are running a complex machine. I know it takes so much to run a household, to keep it clean and functioning, to make the food and to organize and to take care of little kids. It takes a tremendous amount of executive power, of organization skills, of planning skills, of communication skills, of all of the skills it would probably take to run a big company as well. And so you need to show up just like those CEOs do because you're the CEO of your family. Even if it's you and one child, you're still the CEO, the founder, the leader of your family. And CEOs take care of themselves, hopefully, right? The good ones. They take care of their energy levels. They work out. They show up to the day. They get dressed in the morning and they make sure that they're feeling phenomenal so that they can run their company and show up as a good leader for their people. You too are a leader. You need to show up for your people. And if you want to watch my video on how to feel phenomenal, even as a parent to little children, then I will link to that right here. The next one is to stop apologizing 
apologizing for what you're not accomplishing and to start to value what you are doing every single day. You need to take pride in this time in your life. It's a short period of time that children are young and that you need to be home with them in this particular case because you've chosen to do that, but it can be a time of tremendous effort and energy and a lot of work that you are putting in. You might be constantly focusing on all the things you're not accomplishing. Primarily, I'm not bringing in any money, for example. I'm not climbing the corporate ladder. I'm not advancing my career. I haven't continued with my degree. All of the things that might be on hold at the moment because you've decided and you've been able to stay home with your children. Instead of focusing on everything you are not doing, how about you start to notice everything you are doing, right? I'm running a household. I'm keeping it clean. I'm keeping it organized. I'm making a home. I have created family culture. I have a clear family vision. I'm offering love and attention and support and being here for my children in the best way I know how. I'm keeping fit. I'm taking care of myself. I'm putting healthy food on the table. Whatever it is that you're most proud of, start to focus on that. There is no need to apologize for all the things that you are not currently doing. Own your choices, right? Own that choice, own that privilege that you have that you're able to stay home or that you're sacrificing whatever you're sacrificing to be able to stay home. Own it and be proud of it and take pride in this choice. There is no one right way to raise kids. And for any parents who are working outside the home, they need to own that choice and be proud of that. For any parent who's working part-time or at home. They need to own their choice and be proud of that. And you need to own your choice and be proud of it or make a change to it if you're not. If you don't feel good about what you're doing, if you feel uh, devalued or unworthy because you're not making money, then you really want to start asking yourself why you're making that interpretation. But also ask yourself if you're owning your choice, if you're happy with it, or if you want to make a change. If you don't want to make a change and on the internal level you are happy with it, then don't apologize for it on the external level either. The next one is to be interesting. <laughs> So what do I mean by this? I think often stay-at-home parents feel devalued and unimportant or uh, like they have something to apologize for because their whole brain revolves around caring for infants and, and kids. It's all about making lunches and supermarket shopping and diaper changing and laundry. And then when we go out in the world and we interact with people who have careers and who have life outside of the home and who are interested in politics or business or uh, media or whatever they're interested in, then suddenly we can feel like, oh, I've been living under a rock. I'm not an interesting person anymore. I used to have this whole vibrant life and I don't have it. Now I'm only talking about diapers 24-7. And the truth is that that might not feel so good to you either. So one of the things that I think you might want to consider for yourself, and this isn't for other people, this isn't to impress anyone else, none of these tips are, but it's to start to ask yourself, what is interesting to me outside of childcare and homemaking? And bring a little bit of that in. Maybe you want to take an online course. Maybe you want to listen to books on Audible. Maybe you want to listen to podcasts. Maybe you want to read more. Maybe you want to have more interesting conversations. But make sure to keep your brain and your intellectual world continuously stimulated and online, as it were, if that feels good to you. I mean, we all can really benefit from, you know, a baby moon or a time with our little kids where we're just really focused on that and we're present with that. And if that feels good and you're able to do it, kudos, go for it, like go deep. But if you feel like 
uh, oh, I'm just a stay-at-home mom and I, you know, I have nothing interesting to say, then be interesting. And the way that you are interesting, the hack for being an interesting person is to be an interested person. Someone who is interested about the world or interested in something, right? Maybe it's theater, maybe it's history, maybe it's macrame, whatever it is that you're into, that you're interested about, that you've got passions, that you've got intrigues outside of homemaking or that are related to homemaking, that will make you feel more valuable and more well-rounded and less like you fell off the face of the earth. The next one is to address your money mindset. Now, my assumption is that if you're staying home with your children are not working, that you can afford to do so. However, the fact is that many of us place our own value on our earning power. And when we're not bringing in the money, even if it's our partner bringing it in and we're enabling that by being home, then we feel devalued and like we're not important or we're not valuable. Now, that's something that you really want to address because you need to notice that there are so many different things that are valuable to society. Caregivers, homemakers, great parents provide a tremendous service to humanity, to the world, uh, and to their children and to their families. And yet, because it doesn't have a monetary value, we often devalue it in our own minds. We often think, well, I'm just caregiving, right? I'm just taking care of kids. I'm just homemaking. However, making a stable, loving home and raising the next generation in it is as much work and as much input and as much effort and energy as any job out there, right? And it's valuable and important and meaningful and hopefully incredibly meaningful to you personally. And so you have to really address your money mindset and ask yourself, are you only valuing the things that bring in money as, you know, something that people can see the worth in, or do you see the worthiness of things that are unrelated to monetary gain as well? Do you see the value in what you're doing? And can you start to amplify that in your mind and say, yes, it's true that it's not got a dollar amount in, according to society, but it has a deeper and more meaningful value to me than just what uh, the dollar amount would be. And so you want to address that if that's something that's lingering for you and if you feel like you're only worthy uh, when you're making money. Because of course, making money is valuable and is important and our homes do need to be financially sustainable. But if that is the case outside of your work, uh, then you're able to now place value on other things such as your presence and your time uh, and your energy and focus and attention with your kids and with your home. And so address that if that's lingering and making you feel unvaluable. The next one is to flip a switch between feeling sorry or apologetic to feeling grateful. And here's what I mean. Whenever we have some kind of privilege, like being able to stay home with kids, that's a huge privilege. Uh, it might also be something that you've made a lot of sacrifices to be able to do. Maybe you downsized, maybe you gave up on a lot of different things so that you could do this. Um, when we have that, we often feel sorry right? We feel apologetic. We feel bad because not everybody has that privilege or has that ability or has that choice. However, I want to help you to feel more confident and more um, at ease and more grounded in your decision by flipping the switch from feeling sorry to feeling grateful. When we have something that is a really an amazing thing, like we're able to stay home with our children, we don't have to work, um, then rather than feeling bad about it, we could feel good about it and just feel 
so lucky. We could count our blessings. We could feel grateful. We could think how uh, wonderful it is and how blessed we are uh, and how happy we are. And instead of wasting it, wasting the privilege on feeling sorry about it or bad about it, we instead really use it. We don't let it go to waste um, by truly appreciating it, by truly noticing it and feeling a deep sense of gratitude for it. The comparison I draw here is between, uh, say, um, feeling you know, bad or scared or angry about aging, right? Many people don't like to age and they, you know, we all, I think, have a lot of fears around aging and many people feel cringy when you mention their age or they don't want to celebrate their birthdays. And I think a flip uh, of that mindset that I've uh, adopted in recent years that I think is so incredible is to notice what a privilege it is to age. How many people don't get to age at all, don't get to go through that process and how every, you know, white hair has been earned and has been, uh, and is a blessing that we are able to, in fact, uh, stay alive and 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 witness that process when so many people couldn't. So similarly here, I would say, you know, witness it and see it as a privilege that you're grateful for rather than something that you're sorry for. And my final point to boost your confidence as a stay-at-home parent is to really think about what you're giving your children. Um, you know, I'm not actually a stay-at-home parent. I work, um, well, I work from home, but I don't stay home full-time with my kids. However, I think there is tremendous value. When I see my friends who are full-time with their kids, I am just mesmerized by them. I'm in complete, um, I have complete respect. And I think it's incredible to be able to be so present and so dedicated and to make such sacrifices, right? They give up their careers. They take a pause on their degrees. They don't have the fulfillment and the glory and the prestige and the money and all of the things that come from working outside of the home or working at all. And I feel like, wow, I could never do that. That's amazing that you're able to give up those things and really take this time and be present with your children and, you know, enjoy them while they're still young and be here for these precious years that don't come back. I see that as such a thing to be proud of, really a, an accomplishment, an achievement, a sacrifice, uh, a big uh, life choice that not everybody can make and not everybody would make even if they could. And so I just want you to realize what a, a tremendous effort it is, what a tremendous gift it is to your children um, or could be to your children if you see it that way. But if you go through these years that you've already made all of those you know, energetic sacrifices and you're here with them, but you're constantly feeling lesser than or like you don't have confidence or like you shouldn't have given it up, then you run the risk of making yourself into a victim and of making your children feel like, why did you sacrifice all of that for me? I didn't ask you to do that. I didn't ask you to stay home with me. I didn't ask you to give up on your career and on your opportunities. You should have gone out and done it. Don't blame me. You don't want to get to a place where in 10 or 20 years, you're looking back and blaming your children for not uh, having developed your career. You really want to make a peace with it if you are doing this, right? And you don't have to. There are so many different ways to do it. But if you are doing this, you want to enjoy it. You want to feel proud of it. You want to feel like you're making an amazing choice for your children and the best choice for your family and your unique situation. And so I would just say address your mindset and make sure that you're doing this from a place of love and not from a place of fear or of giving more than you mean to give and from a place that in 20 years you'll look 
look back with no strings attached, with no expectation of thanks or of rewards or of glory or of guilt around this decision. And instead you'll feel proud and grateful that you were able to give that to yourself and to your kids. So my dear stay-at-home parents, please feel incredibly confident, incredibly energized, incredibly proud of what you've chosen to do, of what you are doing and make, oh, I've got to go. <laughs> and if this has been helpful for you, share it with another stay-at-home parent you know. Keep on loving parenting and parenting from love. Much love and namaste.